we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures he restored my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin Wood. we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. So not because he make you king means you're going to be king. John chapter 1 says this, And as many as received him, gave he the power to become the sons of God. That's very important because it says he didn't make us sons. He gave us the power to become sons. So it's up to you whether you're going to be a son or not. He just gave you the power to become sons. Now he has made you king. I told you this. This is going to mess up all of y'all that come from your good pretty church. That you will not get what the Bible says. They lied to us. They told us and they said us they, they didn't they didn't hoodwink, bamboozle us, and Lord, they didn't run amok on us. Because they told us we get what the Bible says. That's a lie. We do not get what the Bible says. We get what we believe. Because the Bible says a whole lot of things, but you don't get what the book says, you get what you believe. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 9, verse 29, be it unto you according to your faith. You will only get what you believe. You could read all kinds of things in the Bible, but you will only get what you believe. Now, if you don't believe he has made you king, you will die a pauper. Someone shout, he's made me a king. He's made me a king. Glory to God. Shout again, he's made me a king. He's made me a king. Lord God, let me go to court, confirm how many of y'all in here say, I'm royal. What else? Yes, sir. Yeah, you gotta go. I, I. Lord Jesus, that felt good coming up one more time. Say it. I'm Roy. So Roy. That you got to know. No, I don't. I heard that song in, on the Jitney one day. I don't know that song like that. I, just, I, I was catching bus and it was playing on the radio. And I heard it. I don't know. I don't know them kind of songs. You know, songs like Original King. I don't know them kind of songs. It was Ambrose them playing them song in the yard in Bombay Street. And I overheard it. So, he has made us kings. That is his intention for every one of us. This is where the game shifts now. So game shifts. And um, I, can, I can hasten to the point right before I begin to make my close. There is a movement in the church that many of us have jumped on 
And it's that movement of decreeing and declaring. And so everybody in the Grammy, decreeing and declaring. I decree and I declare. I decree and I declare. Listen to me. It's only one person with the authority to decree and declare. That's a king. If you don't have the revelation of kingship, your decreeing and declaring is pointless. So, so only kings, God, I'm almost there, I feel this thing, boy. Only kings can decree and declare. Y'all still here? Now watch this. When kings decree and declare, let me give you an example. Um, go to Daniel 3. I'm a, I'm a, don't put it on the screen yet. I'm, a, I'm an engineer by, by schooling. So I'm kind of quasi-scientist. I know some things about science. And um, there's a scripture that always confounded me, big sister. It played with my engineering mind. Because there's something recorded in this scripture, Vera, that got me wondering how. Daniel chapter 3. Them three boys, they dissed the king. Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They dissed the king. They, they dissed the king because the king say, listen, all right, all right. I'm going to let the band play again. And when the band play, y'all bow down. Everything cool because I like God. So just do that. I can just play the music now, you know, original, and then y'all just bow down. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so they're ready. <clears throat> So he gets ready. All right. These boys in front of people says, Oh, King Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer you. Now, that's the first problem because you always answer the king with care because you don't want the wrong thing to slip. They say, We even ain't being careful to answer you. The God whom we serve is able to deliver us out of your hand and he will but if not be it known unto you we still ain't gonna bow take this the king Diane was ready you know the song he was playing getting ready to play the song and verse number, oh, that's what I was writing. Put it back. I quote it again. But if I've been on, oh, good job, Denzel. All right. So verse, verse number 19 is where I want to get. This is what confused the engineer. Yeah. Read it for me, please. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, uh-huh. and the form of his visage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So he hot now. He mad. Mm-hmm. And what happened? Therefore, he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it was wont to be heated. That messed me up. That messed me up. Because I was the engineer. And to now, I want to know, how in the world you hot the thing 
seven times harder. How did you do that? No, I seriously have a problem with that. I can, when I go to heaven, I can ask them. I ain't think never gonna be there. But I can find Shadrach, Bishop, one of them. Please tell me how Shadia, how in the world did you heat a? I'm going somewhere. How do you heat a furnace seven times? How you know it was seven times? Yes. This, no, this mess because I'm trying to scientifically put this together. Because I know, because you know, some of you are smart. You know, like if you want your tea hot or hot, you let the cattle burn long. Y'all is killing me with that boy. No, I want my tea hot. I want it hot or hot. Whee! Leave it on, leave it on, leave it on. Whee! Leave it. I want it hot. Because so, y'all sure it can get hotter. If it stay on longer, let it be a long, 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 I know better. Because once he's hot, he's hot. But Nebuchadnezzar, go to the next voice. Jesus, Lord, I bought the hall up. Go to verse 22. Therefore, because of the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace exceeding hot. Hold on. That means. They were successful. Because yeah. they got the finest hotter than hot. <laughs> I almost did y'all. They hotted the hot. Hotter than hot. And it was so hot that it was exceeding hot. They couldn't find a name for it. It's so hot. They say, we can't call it nothing. Let's call it exceeding hot. And it was so hot that the flame of the fire slew the men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Here is how and why we will never know how they got the fire hotter. We will never know how they did it. Ask me why. why? Because it was a decree. When decrees are made, details are necessary. Once the king made a decree, he ensured that Denzel will never know how they got it done because kings don't ask you the details. The only thing a king does is release an instruction. And once the king releases an instruction, it is up to those who are under the king to do whatever is necessary to carry out the instruction that the king gives. And so Denzel could read all the books he won't read. He will never know how they got the fire hotter because it does not matter. It don't matter how the end result came about. When you are a king, you only declare the end. And once you declare the end from the position of being a king, everything that needs to line up to make the end comes to pass is going to line up because it's subject to the decree that comes out of your mouth. Amen. Amen. 
now watch it, man. This happens again. And so let's go. Give me, can I give you two more examples? Let me finish. Example number two. Second Kings chapter seven. Now the first boy was a king. This one now is a prophet. Elijah says, hear ye the word of the Lord. God, I feel like preaching now. Thus says the Lord. Tomorrow about this same time shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. I don't have the next verse in my notes. Put verse 2 up there. Let me put it in there. Watch you put number, the next verse up there. That's um, uh, 2 Kings chapter 7, uh, verse number 2, please. Put it up there for me, please, because I, I don't know where that was just now. And the Bible says, Then a Lord on whose hand the king leaned, answered the man of God and said behold if the Lord would make windows in heaven might this thing be and he said behold this is what Elijah said thou shalt see it with thine eyes but shall not eat thereof now watch this they were living in a time when they were selling the excrement of animals for food they were selling dung that's how bad the famine was the famine was so bad that there were two ladies that went to a king and says king we made a pack and the pack was tonight we kill my child boil it and eat it and tomorrow we kill your child well we killed my child and now she hiding her child that's how bad the famine was. And Elijah makes a decree. Within 24 hours, this economy is going to turn around. A brother says, you are out of your mind. It is impossible for us to go from this to that in 24 hours. Guess what? Elijah didn't give any details. He only made a decree. And guess what happened in verse number 18? In verse number 18, and it came to pass, as the man of God had spoken to the king, saying, two measures of barley for a shekel, and a measure of fine flour for a shekel, shall be tomorrow about this time in the gate of Samaria and it came to pass exactly what he said. Elisha never said there would be four lepers outside the gate. Read your Bible, it's a good book. That's how it happened. Four lepers outside the gate end up going into Samaria, into Syria. They went into Syria. The Syrians fled that there were gold and money and stuff like that and they won this. Elisha didn't say that and I'm convinced Elisha didn't know that. Because when you make a decree, the details are not your stress. I finish it in a second. Let me give you one more example. That's the Elijah. So, so God just told Elijah, make the decree. Don't worry about the details. Make the decree. And what needs to line up will line up based on your decree. Here's the last thing. The ultimate example. Jesus, Mark 11, walks by a fig tree. The fig tree lies to Jesus. Jesus is a bad person to lie to. 
Victory lies to Jesus. Jesus gets upset. And Jesus makes this statement. Jesus says, what he says? No man will eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. Jesus makes that decree and walks away. Jesus doesn't say, a construction company is coming through here and it's going to tear you down. Jesus didn't say, someone was going to throw a glass bottle on the ground, it's going to start a forest fire, and the tree can burn down. Jesus never said that there's going to be one, one virus that comes through, one mealy bug, going to come and eat it. Jesus didn't say that. All he says is, no one going to eat of you ever again. Watch this. Watch verse number 28. Not verse number 28. Verse number 20. What did verse number 20 say? In the Hold on, man. What does it say? And in the morning. Hold on. That means like this, like right after Jesus said it. Yeah. I told you the standard is too high, too low. We're trying to raise the standard. Yeah. And in the morning. What happened? As they passed by. What happened? As they passed by, they uh -huh. saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. The fig tree dried up from the roots. Jesus didn't say dry up from the roots. Jesus says, no man shall eat from you. So much so that when they saw the fig tree dried up, they said, Jesus, look at the tree. Jesus said, well, it dried up. I don't understand. Why, why are you surprised? But you just spoke over the tree and it dried up. That's what happens when kings speak. First close. First close. Many of us are losing sleep, not because of the decree. We're losing sleep because of the details. I, I took all this time to tell you that you are living beneath royalty. Because royalty doesn't leave the palace to figure out how the job is going to get done. Royalty makes decree and goes to sleep. Jesus cursed the tree and then goes about his business, doesn't even look back at the tree because the tree has no, no, no other option than to do exactly what Jesus said. Our problem is we are studying stuff and looking at it. Oh God, I declared this and it ain't changed yet. And then we get up next morning. Oh my God, it ain't changed yet. Oh my goodness, this ain't changed yet. Why are you going back to check what you declared? Once you make a decree or a declaration as a king, it has to, listen to me, if there has to be windows in heaven as it was in 2 Kings, if there got to be making the fire seven times harder, they got to have to happen. Whatever needs to happen to cause the word that God commands you to speak to manifest, someone shout it got to happen. And if you are convinced it got to happen, stop stressing about the in-between. Four months ago, we told you we go into the property owners on May 2nd. Yes, sir. You did. You did. When we made a declaration, we had $30,000. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we had. 
And we made a declaration. We're going on May 2nd, which is tomorrow, by the way. In the I didn't know who was going to get a raise. I didn't care who was going to get a promotion. I don't know who was going to bless the church. I don't know if that person who owed me that last nine million was going to come pay me back. I don't know what's going to happen. But I know I made a decree. And once you make a decree, glory to God. I remember my mom planted, planted a mango tree in the yard. Lord Jesus. And every day we would go out when it started to bud. And we would count the buds on the tree. One day, Funz saw us counting. And Funz said, what you doing? We said, Daddy, we're counting to see how much mango we can get. He says, don't do that. You don't need to count the buds. Just know mango coming. Just be convinced. Stop watching the tree. The tree don't need you to watch it. The tree gonna do what it needs to do because it got to bring forth a harvest. You are you spending all kind of time watching that thing to see what it's gonna come to pass. You losing sleep, you sending money, you stressing out, trying to figure out how it how is not your concern. All you gotta do is make the decree and move on to your next assignment because it has no choice but to come. Is there anybody in this room that has been making some decrees over your money? over your body, over your family, over your job, over your children, over your future. I dare you now to take on that mentality of a king and open up your mouth and give God a shout because you know whatever needs to happen is going to happen because it has to come to pass. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the CH Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 6015125 We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.